get stuffed. Welcome to Double Stuff Cinema. This is episode 39. Uh, I'm your host, Neil. And I'm Shrey. And today we're joined by two first time guests. Uh, it's their first time on the podcast. I know one of them in particular has been asking for a long time to get on here. Uh, so I'll let her introduce herself first. Hello, I'm Anne Lou. And, and who do you got is... there with you? Uh, I'm Aaron Spoletta. <laughs> Hello. Well, welcome to the pod, guys. Uh, we got a special episode here today. We're talking about uh, our favorite things that we've seen in quarantine. So these are going to be some quarantine recommendations, stuff that we've seen for the first time, and we've really re- liked movies and TV shows. Uh, just quick recommendations. So, uh, Aaron, Ann, what's some stuff that you guys have liked that you've seen recently? Uh, one big movie we saw was King of Staten Island with... Mm-hmm. What's Pete Davidson? Yeah, Pete Davidson. I thought that was really good. Yeah. You, I mean, you want me to list off more? Uh, we can talk about that a bit more because I also saw that. So I saw King of Staten Island and I really liked it. And at the time when I saw it, it was like my favorite movie of the year so far in 2020. Interesting. Yeah, we, we watched it right when it, or a, the day d- a day after or the day, day after. Same out. here. Came yeah. out? Yeah. And, it's definitely very good. I think Judd, it's like one of Judd Apatow's best movies in a while, I think. Uh, he did like 40-Year-Old Virgin and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a good movie. It, it wasn't like too too serious, even though yeah. it was like a very serious movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did really enjoy Pete Davidson's performance. Like Even though he's really just playing a different version of himself, mm-hmm. I still think he managed to pull it... Like, he managed to bring heart to it and like still make it feel like a character, not really just him not acting, which was nice. It was like seventy percent autobi autobiographical, which yeah. I feel yeah. like definitely helped in his performance. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of King of Staten Island, I saw another movie this year that came out um, starring him called Big Time Adolescence, and that's another like semi autobiographical movie starring Pete Davidson, where like he plays like. A basically washed out stoner dude who hasn't really amounted to anything in life and i thought that one was also a pretty you know surprising uh success in a year where like there's not big movies going to the theaters wait yeah. how many major movies has he been in not that many not right that many. He, he's not really been in many like he's been in like a netflix biopic about motley crew he makes um, some appearances in other movies too yeah like, oh yeah yeah but these are, like, I think his first two, like, it's all him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think... Although, like, he's kind good. of, like, the same character in, in both of them, a stoner guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's definitely playing, like, the same character. But they both have, like, different aspects that really help them uh, stand out and, like, actually feel like good movies, you know? Even though he's, yeah. like, the same kind of man-child in both. He's supposed to be in Suicide Squad too. I don't know is he? what he's gonna. Yeah, I don't know what. Oh he's yeah, gonna he is. Play, but I think that would be kind of fun. That'd be interesting. I, honestly, I like Pete Davidson as an actor. Yeah, definitely he's my good. favorite scenes were the tattoo scenes in that movie. The ta- yeah, where he, <laughs> yeah. he tattoos a little ten-year-old. Tattoos kid. a little kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in the park. <laughs> who ends up becoming his a uh, little uh, uh, stepbrother or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can do spoilers here. Who cares about that? Everything's gonna be spoiled. Probably, whatever we talk mm-hmm. about here. Gotcha. Um, I mean, well, while we're on the topic of that, I kind of want to talk about uh, 2020 movies that I've seen this year that were surprisingly good that came out during quarantine. So I saw, um, obviously, King of Staten Island and Big Time Adolescence. I also mm-hmm. I also saw The Invisible Man, which came out uh, early on streaming because of theaters being shut down. That was very good, um, you know lo-fi horror i guess i would say you know it was a bit it was a bit more of a human story which was very interesting and then i also saw uh the five bloods which we did an episode on and uh palm springs which we also did an episode on and all of those have been great movies 
Palm Springs and The Five Bloods have been my two favorites of the year so far. Yeah, I like Palm Springs was a good movie. Yeah, Palm yeah. I like Palm Springs. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Neil, were you there for our, uh, the Five Bloods episode? No, I, I wasn't. I think I watched it after you guys recorded. I just recently watched it. I didn't even log yeah. it. But, um, yeah. yeah, I did. Wait, I on the topic of like Palm Springs, though, I also watched Edge of Tomorrow, which is very similar with the time loop. Yep. I like that a lot. It was like it was weird seeing Tom Cruise in a like with like portraying a character that wasn't like the top dog. Yeah, you know, like, he was like the like underdog. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was kind of interesting to see that. I've really always funny. loved Edge of Tomorrow, like for so many years. It's been, it's such a cool. The humor movie. in it is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, yeah. It's got some little dark humor in there. That <laughs> yeah. it's pulled off so well. It's it's definitely got the same kind of humor as palm springs you know because yeah. it's got the same concepts mm-hmm. um i'm curious which of the two did you guys like more edge of tomorrow you think i'd say palm springs i like more action yeah yeah i feel like more fair. action both both movies are very much like my thing but in like different ways you know where edge of tomorrow is like the sci-fi action stuff that i like yeah. but then like palm springs is the lonely Normal. island-esque like yeah. humor that i enjoy a bit yeah, more. Th- there's a lot of different ways you can pull off like the time loop, and then like mm-hmm. with the original Groundhog's Day too. Yeah, it's really it's really cool to see that whole subgenre keep like reinventing itself in new ways, like finding a way to keep itself relevant yeah. with new t- things. Like I don't know, did you guys see Happy Death Day? I didn't see that, but like I, I know I've seen that. clips of that. Yeah, I saw yeah. 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 Was that really popular? Like, was it good? Yeah, I think both. So it was was pretty popular, and then there was there was a sequel as well, and I think both were pretty well received. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Neil, your thoughts on the Five Bloods? Uh, I liked it. I thought it was. um, I liked how they kept uh, how. I mean, I like usually Spike Lee productions, but Mm -hmm. I liked how he kept switching from the present to the past. Uh, That was one of my favorite. Like. Uh, elements of that movie at least yeah it was really cool um when even when they did do the switching between past and the present uh the characters from the present um they were played by the same actors even in the past like even though they're supposed to be like 30 years younger they didn't do like any cgi de-aging or anything they just put them straight in as is and it was really cool to see that especially like in the age of marvel movies and like the irishman where everyone's de-aged crazy right yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was also, like, the action in it was, like, one of those typical, like, military action movies, but mm-hmm. also not, like, super exaggerated, mm-hmm. uh, which I appreciated, I feel like. Yeah, it was kind of, like, brutal and, like, to the point, like, okay, you've been shot, that's, like, that's it, that's the end, yeah, instead of, it. like, flailing around and stuff, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, while we're on the topic of Spike Lee, so I saw a Do the Right Thing for the first time, uh, which uh, I watched because of all the riots going on, um, the protest against George Floyd's death. Um, and I am really mad at myself for not having seen it earlier because it really is kind of like the perfect movie to capture all the feelings that have been bottled up for so long. And it's really interesting to see how it's like remained relevant over the years because that's from like 89. And right. it feels like it, it could have been written like yesterday. What was that movie about? So it takes place in, I believe, Harlem. Um, It's like in a predominantly black neighborhood, basically. And it's about a young black man who works at an Italian pizza shop located in there. And all the, it's like a very, it's the hottest day of summer or whatever. And all these racial tensions like start to bubble up and like make themselves clear. Mm. Yeah. But so I saw that and then. I recently, like a few days ago, actually, I watched this movie called La Haine, which is a French movie that came out in like the mid 90s, so a few years after Do the Right Thing. And it's basically like the exact same thing as Do the Right Thing, but like at, in capturing like the French, uh, a French movement of like protests against policing and the government. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool to see. I guess I think the influences from Do the Right Thing are very visible and evident inside Lahaine. Uh, so it was really cool to see those connections in two movies that I didn't, I'd never seen before. Um, but yeah, and they're both they're both excellent movies, both extremely extremely relevant today. Highly recommend both of them. 
uh, and Aaron, what about you guys? What other new stuff have you guys been seeing? Uh, we watched Eurovision like mm. two nights ago. Farrell. Yeah, that that was a surprisingly funny movie. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty decent for a Will Ferrell movie, like a late stage Will Ferrell movie. You know. Yeah. Have you watched it? Yeah, I did. It. I feel like it started off a little slow, and you really really weren't sure what was going on, but mm-hmm. like it had some good moments later on in the film. It's. It was. It was interesting to see Rachel McAdams though. Like I, well, I she like came out of nowhere. I didn't think she like I had no idea she was in it. Okay. Cuz she's been in like Mean Girls and stuff It's, like usually yeah. not her. She's well, not usually in comedy like Well, Mean I mean, Girls is, is a comedy. Is yeah, a comedy. I guess. Yeah. It's yeah. like, more like um, chick flicks. I feel like your version isn't like a chick flick. Well, I think I think Rachel McAdams is so underrated because she has that comedic range that like nobody really gets to see. So yeah, I don't know fair. if you guys saw Game Night, which came out like yeah. three years ago or whatever. It, that is that was, the one where they? What, what's that one about? It's like where it's like a bunch of friends having like a game night, and it turns out it's like a real life murder mystery, basically. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, she's in that, and she gives one of the best. She gave one of the best performances of 2017, in my opinion, in that movie. And it's because like people keep underrating Rachel McAdams. Uh, she's a comics. good actress yeah she's, she's amazing really she's hilarious and i mean yeah you went into that movie surprised that she was in it yeah i yeah. know i was like what the heck i definitely think she carried eurovision like even more than will ferrell like yeah for oh, sure, yeah. For sure. Yeah. honestly yeah, will ferrell's a, character got me really annoyed yeah like i'm kind of like annoyed throughout that's the usually the case with them i feel like yeah yeah <laughs> The elves, I, the very last part where uh, <laughs> I think that part was my favorite part. I, I did love that was all good. of the mentions I, I, I of ABBA. Um, I did oh, love yeah, all the times yeah. they mentioned ABBA in it. You know, the whole the, yeah, the whole plot cool. is basically ABBA inspired, so that was really cool. Uh, Neil, what other stuff have you been watching? Um, if I'm being honest, I don't think I watched any 2020 movies like over mm-hmm. quarantine i haven't watched a large set of movies in general i know you know that but, yeah um, it's because i've been pretty busy but probably the newest movie that i watched over quarantine was uncut gems and i know oh, i already did no. a mini pod on it with uh with ben uh, a while ago um not my last mini pod but the one before that was with ben and yeah i talked about it if you guys want to share your thoughts yeah, j- just the start of it. it. It gave me so much anxiety. The whole start oh, yeah. of the movie, I I was like ready to stop watching it. <laughs> he was like, the music is just so intense. I can't hear what they're saying. It's annoying. Oh, music, oh I know. The music like, was great. The music was it, really. Great. I, I, I thought it was kind of like. I, I mean, I know it was distracting, the of it, but yeah, yeah. I think oh, that's fair. the last part, though, like the very last scene, I was like, "What the heck?" I like, I did it. not see that coming at all. <laughs> yeah, it was like I the end of the like, very parasite. idea that it's like that it's able to like build up that anxiety and like make you hate the music and everything. That's like mm. part of the genius of it, you know? Yeah. And oh, especially, yeah, I definitely hated the music throughout the movie. Yeah. Like it was good music, but like I hated where it was coming. Yeah. At. Mm-hmm. It made your They're, stomach like twist. Exactly. They're well, so it made good. You really hate his character. Adam Sandler. You're like, supposed to, be. he's supposed, he's supposed right. to be a scumbag. Like he is yeah. a despicable human being. Is it based on a, like a true story? Um, or is so the Safdie brothers, the director, is like said it's like inspired by like gem dealers that they know, but not like oh. directly like any one story. Mm-hmm. But like Howard, it is like based off of those people, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. And and um, this one, he's not just a random gem dealer like, too. He has like a bad gambling addiction, like we know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Man, um, I thought he killed that role though, Adam Sandler. Yeah. The way they use dialogue to like keep, uh, like actors keep interrupting others, you know, like they keep overlapping oh, for, and everything for real. Yeah, that really builds all of that tension, and it's and, so well yeah. done. There, there uh, wasn't a break for so like natural. the first thirty minutes of the whole movie. I I don't know if if you guys have heard about this, but there's like the Independent Spirit Awards, and they were held the day before the Oscars, basically, and um, so. Adam Sandler won Best Actor for Uncut Gems at that, and the Safdie Brothers won Best Director for it. And I highly recommend watching both speeches because uh, Adam Sandler did the whole thing in like one of his like dumb comedy 
uh, character voices the whole time. He's like, uh, forever, all the guys who just lost to me in this category will forever be known as the guys who lost to Adam fucking Sandler. <laughs> and then um, the Safty brothers, they did their whole speech and they kept on interrupting each other the whole time. Wow. So they were basically giving two separate speeches, but just talking over each other the whole time. And it was yeah, so yeah, funny. Was funny. Yeah. Did you watch that, Neil? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. It was hilarious. But and then, yeah, I got zero. Uh, and, and I had it. Like I said, I watched this this year. So mm-hmm. I didn't understand the whole Oscar snub situation. But mm-hmm. now that I watch it, I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, didn't get anything, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, have you guys been watching any good shows lately? Uh, I well, my family started watching Thirty Rock. Okay. Which, like, and something I just realized in it, it's so similar to Parks and Rec. Like the characters mm-hmm. they have in it, it's yeah. crazy. Like they have a Leslie Nope, they have a Ron Swanson, they have an Andy in it too. Yeah. Yeah. It- it's very much, I mean, like even The Office, it's very much the whole workplace sitcom. Yeah, I, I mean, applied. for sure. Yeah. Even like Brooklyn Nine-Nine has like elements of that as well. That too. I think all of those shows, they all have like some solid like STEM characters that it like leads off. Yeah. And I think, um, I don't know if 30 Rock and Brooklyn Nine-Nine have uh, this guy, but I think Mike Schur is the guy who... Is he created Parks and Rec and The Office and I think possibly Thirty Rock, but um, you, if you've seen the show, you'd know him. If you've seen The Office, you know him as um, Mose. He plays Mose. Oh yeah, that that uh, guy's great. Yeah, <laughs> but he's the creator of all, like that whole genre of shows, basically, and he's so good. Um, I so I started watching the show a few weeks ago called uh, Black Sails and oh the pirate one. Yeah, that is like my current favorite obsession, you know? Uh, How many seasons? There's four seasons, 38 episodes. So the first the first is one has eight episodes. Or is it like it's long So they're each about episodes. an hour, so like 38 oh, hours. Okay. That's not, but, mm, that's yeah. not too um, It's like my new favorite thing. It's basically Pirate Game of Thrones, and it's so awesome <laughs> and so badass, you know? Um, I really live for all of the you know, medieval kind of like swashbuckling and sword fighting yeah. stuff. So mm-hmm. getting to see that stuff on like a high production value show is really cool. And it's really been nailing every episode and every season keeps improving where like Game of Thrones kind of dipped in quality. Mm-hmm. So for anyone that's like looking for a replacement Game of Thrones, you don't have to keep talking about how disappointing that was. <laughs> Highly yeah. recommend checking out Black Sails. Neil, yeah, that I'm means sure. you. I know, I know. You've been telling me about <laughs> it's it for HBO. a while. Still it's a uh, stars so it's got like hbo level production basically okay yeah nice. it's currently available on hulu if you want to watch that uh i've got hulu yeah it's also interestingly enough produced by michael bay which i didn't realize mm-hmm. so and thankfully it doesn't have his signature like too many explosions and like you know mm-hmm. lazy humor it's yeah. It's more than that. It's more than just a Michael Bay TV show. Uh, Neil, has you watched anything cool? Any cool shows? Uh, as far as TV shows go, I'm trying to think. Well, I mean, like The Last Dance, <laughs> the Michael yeah. Jordan documentary. That was great. Um, but I think, like, I've watched a lot of, like, pretty much anything that's, like, trending on Netflix. And lately mm-hmm. it's been shows like I watched All American. Um, mm-hmm. I watched uh, what's it called? What's the show on my block? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. If you my know sister that. started watching that. Yeah, it's it's uh, that one was interesting. Um, <laughs> and then I watched like it's been me like starting shows and then not really finishing them. I'll be honest. I watched You, the, yeah, the stalker one. I like that one a lot. It's probably been my favorite out of the three that I've named. Yeah, but. Yeah, I I know you mentioned uh, rewatching Clone Wars around the beginning of quarantine. Yeah, uh, I did the same thing. Uh, definitely worth it to get to the finale, the final oh, season. Yeah. No, yeah, I I actually started watching rewatching it um, last November. 
and then mm-hmm. I finished like end of February. I think I, I did around the same thing, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's when the um, the seventh season, season of Clonos came out. Yeah, really worth it. Great, yeah, it was a great ending season. And I know that they're gonna make uh, another ep- uh, an animated Spin-off. series on yeah the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. We were the first uh, arc in season seven. Yeah, that'll be definitely uh, interesting to see. And then I think the Obi Wan show is still going to be live uh, action. Yeah, still that'll... in production, so mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting. I need to get Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Aaron, did you guys happen to rewatch Avatar when it came on Netflix? I know. I watched guys... part of it because my sister is watching it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And upon rewatching it, the beginning was a bit slow because I already knew what happened. But definitely, I watched like the entire last season with not the entire last season. Like the last segment, mm-hmm. no season, season three, right? Yes, yeah. three seasons. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you plan on checking out Legend of Korra when it comes on Netflix in like the next few weeks? I, my sister bought it off of Amazon, okay. so I've been watching snippets of it with her, mm-hmm. and it's been. I think I like the original Avatar better. It's That's the Legend of Korra. Korra, wonder, is very. <laughs> It's very, very, there's a lot, a lot of going on. And it's just, like, almost, like, too busy for me, you know? Okay. Whereas it's, like, it's just kind of everywhere, in my opinion. Whereas, like, Avatar, there's, like, you know, it's more streamlined, mm-hmm. you know? One I goal. Think, I think Core is a very good show, but, like, it needs to, if it had been its own thing, it would have been a much better show like yeah for sure having to have those comparisons to avatar and like all those links mm-hmm. to avatar definitely made it look weaker in comparison but yeah it's a fantastic show on its own i think yeah that's another one i have to start watching avatar avatar you haven't watched avatar i have not watched avatar oh man we we've harassed neil like seven times on this podcast to like well aaron hasn't that. watched it either no, Aaron, okay. but, Aaron, but you got you got me to watch buddy. Attack. On I got him watch Attack on Titan. You you want to tell us Highly a little bit about that? Honestly, I I binged through it. Super watchable. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I think I finished it in a week. It's like anime. People usually hesitate to watch anime because they're like, "Oh, it's weird." You know, it's like got to read subtitles. But honestly, it's a very easy one to start with because it's not too like odd. It, you know what I mean? I don't know if I'm going to watch other animes, but that that one was good. Yeah. yeah. I'll give it I can a... attest, like, I'm not a big anime guy, which is exactly why. But, like, I know, like, people tell me Avatar is not really anime. No, yeah. it's more like a cartoon. Right. I'd say, yeah, like, like Attack just, on Titan is kind of like I'm just that. hesitant in general. Mm-hmm. It's more anime. It. I'm just yeah. hesitant. I don't know what it is. Is it because, like, everybody's, like, really hyped up about it and, like, raving about it, and the more they, like, hype it up, the less you want to watch? It's kind of it. That has a little bit to do with it, but at the same time, like, I do that with movies, anyways. Um, yeah, that was like which, me and Hamilton. Yeah, like everybody yeah. was like crazy about it, and I was like, oh, now that's on Disney Plus. I've been meaning to watch it, but right. kind of putting it off. Yeah. Same. Well, while we're on the topic of anime, so I haven't watched any shows, but I watched a movie, uh, and it's probably the first like anime movie that I've seen. It's called Akira. It's from the eighties. It's like Is that about it's a dog? Basi- no, it's a it's like a sci fi cyberpunk movie. Really? It's super oh. cool. It's so it's like a, a futuristic Japan, I think. And it's basically like these teens living in a fascist state and I think they get turned into like creatures called like Akiras or whatever. Or like beings called Akiras and they're basically like mutants who are like super powerful and the government wants to destroy them to like keep rebellion down and it's just it gets so big and so massively weird and violent and it's it was one of the most interesting things i've seen it was one of my favorite new movies i saw this Mm -hmm. period but highly recommended i think it's definitely encouraged me to like go and check out shows you know Mm -hmm. wait so it's how did you even come across it well, Akira is, like, one of the most famous and influential animated movies slash movies of all time. Like, it's oh. very well known. I know you guys may not have heard of it, but, like, 
it's it has it's very influential in sci-fi movies and such like that have come out and um mm. taika waititi who did uh thor ragnarok jojo rabbit and all that stuff he's been mm -hmm. trying to do a live action adaptation of it for like the past decade or so so mm -hmm. i've been seeing that news for a long time i've known about the movie for a long time i've wanted to see it and I finally decided to watch it with subs and everything, and it was super cool. So, I mean, Anne and Aaron, you guys being into anime now, I would I not. I, I had would, my anime I would, phase. I would okay, not say I'm anime. <laughs> there's yeah. no shame to it. No, okay. yeah, there is. No, sh no, there's not. There's no shame to it. It's appreciating culture. Gonna, Good culture. I yeah. Well, I don't think I'm gonna have a phase. I just think there's certain things like Avatar that I actually need. that's that a cartoon that's not an anime yeah, anime and an anime. cartoons are two it's different not. things and anime like typically i think means it has to be from japan right oh. yeah, it's also just so much more dramatic and intense yeah, and that's, violent that's true it, it's so dramatic you got to get over the dramatic part yeah. and the characters like the are often more better looking just is it like Kill Bill? There. Like you know how in Kill Bill Volume One, it's like it, it's kind it's, of it's kind of like that. Except it, like think Kill Bill is kind of like an dramatic. anime in real life, you know, but like not yeah. entirely. Except it's not as dramatic. I'd say yeah. anime is even a little more dramatic. Yeah, okay. for sure. Like well, powers and like it's just like. Mm -hmm. I'll try to get like with it. Avatar. I feel like their powers That's are weird. like believable, whereas in anime, like Holy the strength and the magic, it's just like it's just like. There's no way in hell that would be real. Like, right. it's not realistic in any sense. Because holding a ball of water in the air is totally believable. <laughs> no, that's not what a I mean. Anne's done that Dude, before, yeah, Neil. Anne I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Maybe, I'm just saying, maybe you I feel can't like do it's that, a lot yeah. more. Not realistic, but it's a lot more, like, normal when it comes to, like, you know. I don't know. Cartoons are pretty. Accurate. Whatever. I'm just. <laughs> In my two cents. Basically, the animes wacky. and the cartoons I've watched, it's very different. Different. Yeah, cartoons I think it's and anime are very yeah. different. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any other cool movies you guys have been watching recently? Train to Busan. Oh, Train to Busan. I would recommend very that. Very nice. I wanted to see that. Yeah. Very, that. very intense. You don't catch a break in that movie. No, no, yeah. there's breaks. I oh, I wouldn't say much. no. I wouldn't say it's like uncut gems where there's literally no breaks. Because there's yeah. breaks. There's calm moments. I uh, yes. Well, you know something that's like it's just. Well, yeah. Yeah. But it's I've been like apocalypse movie. Yeah. I've been like meaning to watch that while working out, but like, I don't think I'd give it my full attention, and I need that because like it has sub it has subtitles and everything. Yeah. 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 Um, but speaking of trying to boost on, are you guys? interested in the sequel that like just came out or is coming out like soon well i'd, I'd watch it oh yeah, yeah. didn't you say there was yeah it's coming yeah, out soon it. it's I don't called know, is this year peninsula next year? i think it's like set a few years after so i don't think there's any of the same characters no you'll get there, to, like there would be i mean maybe the girl she's grown up yeah or like the, the, the pregnant woman's baby. A, except shrey and neil haven't seen it so don't yeah know. yeah don't spoil well, for us think. but <laughs> yeah i do i do want to watch that but yeah um Yikes. okay sorry <laughs> i mean no that does well I, I definitely think it'll be interesting to like see how that world has evolved you know you get to see it i guess is train to boost on like kind of started like at the starting point of the outbreak and then like it's it's literally like right at the start it shows okay. it like peaks a little right bit. from the start no it definitely it, it definitely has a peak they're like right in the middle of it or even, as it started to like roll on they, like they're still in like bad. they're still in the first stages of the outbreak when the movie yeah. ends okay yeah, yeah that's, fair. that's fair so it'll be interesting to see like where that world has gotten with living with it's zombies right so zombies yeah zombies yes. yeah for and a few years. the animation in train to busan like it's not that great but they have mm -hmm. like good makeup and even when they use the animation it doesn't really take you too far out of the movie the CGI. I didn't really notice it. Yeah. The CGI wasn't great. It was but, okay. But they I didn't did, really they notice. They did so use a lot of CGI. So is there like animated moments and CGI, or are you like? Uh, no, I meant CGI. Okay. So. Okay. All right. No. No worries. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think there was also like an animated short set like in between Train to Busan and uh, Peninsula that I heard about. Uh, really? Did you guys check that out? No. No. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think it got like great reviews, but it was like intriguing enough so i mean mm -hmm. that might be something for you guys to check out mm -hmm. well, i'd watch it yeah 
Which, Neil, what other stuff have you been watching? Um, as far as well, so I've kind of been more just watching like older movies because yeah, when I sit down to watch movies with my dad, it ends up being like usually older movies, either about gangsters or about cops, like early two thousands. So yeah. I watched Public Enemies for the first time, and that one had a crazy cast in it. I think it was like, um, sorry fans uh but johnny depp uh christian bale uh, i think channing tatum was in it for a bit james really Russo. yeah james when did Russo I, was in it when did that movie come out uh 2000 i think oh okay no no like late 2000 like 2008 or 7 maybe i want to hmm. say maybe 9 but okay um yeah it was a cool it was like a bunch of um johnny depp plays like this gangster on the run bank robber kind of guy um meets a girl drags her into it um it's just like one of those older kind of style movies um but yeah that's usually that's most of what i've been watching something i do want to mention though um is this super funny horror movie that i watched with my friend it's not even a horror movie it's Mm -hmm. it's called uh tucker and dale versus evil uh and it's basically like a parody of horror movies and it's to me it was just hysterical there were some times where I just could not stop laughing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely give that a watch. Yeah. I mean, uh, I watched Clue for the first time, which was extremely funny. Um, I've been meaning to watch that for so long. Um, it kind of was inspired to watch it by watching Knives Out recently. I watched Knives Out with my family, and I watched Clue like a few days later. Um, if you... If you've watched Knives Out and you liked it and you're looking for more stuff like that, Clue is the next best thing to watch because it's got a great cast, super funny dialogue, an amazing plot. I think Tim Curry is in it and he he's amazing as always. Plus, uh, there's three different endings to the movie. So hmm. kind of like the board game where like it can end in different ways. There's three different ways the movie ends. So... That's cool. Ending three is definitely the best one because it has the best uh, final line, which is, "I'm gonna go home and have sex with my wife." <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. So, great memorable, or maybe it's "Go home and sleep with my wife." I don't remember, but either way. <laughs> Why do I know that? You, you just wanted like to add a little something in there. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, sure. I if I heard that, I feel like it's quoted no. somewhere. It's definitely quoted stuff. Right. Like, I definitely heard it before out of. Not in that context, but not, you just, you just not in that movie. No, I do not say myself, but I've definitely, it sounds a million, whatever, it just makes it sound, this sounds really bad. <laughs> Never mind, I just like, screw myself over it, scratch yeah, whatever. Like, I hear it every day when I tell myself in the mirror. Shut up, Neil. <laughs> what? I don't know, that that wouldn't make any sense. Exactly. Neil, you, you just wish you could say that to yourself. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, he's not denying it. He's like saying, like, no. He's just like, hey, hey, hey. It's okay, so. Neil. It's okay. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Aaron has a movie that he really, 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 really wants to talk about. What movie? Mid-90s. Oh, yeah, mid-90s. That, that was a good <laughs> he even bought He even bought a skateboard and started skateboarding because of mid-90s. He got Harley really because of it. inspired. Wow. Harley. I have Dude, learned how to always. do it Ollie. <laughs> nice. That's a uh, Jonah Hill's directorial debut. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really short movie, and it un- ended very unsatisfyingly. Mm. It but, ended like what would happen in real life. It didn't end in like a spectacular way, which you would expect like a movie. In general that's true, but it it was a very real life movie. Yeah. And, and it's it's the there's not like the TikTok meme where like kids yell at their parents because of. The kid in mid '90s yelling at his parent. Mm. Which oh, one? That's that kid. Yeah. Do, do you oh, know what I'm talking about? Where he's yes. like, "Shut up." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just crazy. feel like, well, one part, like, why did his brother beat him up? Do you remember? Uh, his brother was just sad. He was Maybe. depressed. I was like a little. And have you like been like this? thinking about this the whole time? And this is the opportunity you're taking to ask about the movie. Get it explained. No, he's just been. He wanted to talk about this movie first, but honestly, I was just like, no, oh, there are better movies to talk about. So I'm like, eh. I just want to like stir up the conversation a little bit. I was just thinking out loud. Aaron, what would, yeah. what would you give this a, in terms of a star rating? Out of five? Uh, out of five? Yeah. Yeah. 
You can I'd give it half a, stars. I'd give it a three. Well, okay. The way you were making it sound like it was like... I, I thought it was an five. interesting movie, because Jonah, it was like Jonah Hill's... It's very unlike him. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I, I thought it was a pretty good movie for that. Hmm. And the way you're talking about it, I think you would give it like a one or a two. I would give it like a 2.5. I, I thought it was interesting, but it was... Not your thing. I don't know. I It's not... Yeah. I go for more like action and comedy, whereas this one was just more like mellow and just like... I don't know. Just gotcha. wasn't my vibe. It was interesting, though. The acting was good. Yeah. But not my type of... It was my go-to kind of movie, for sure. Yeah. Well, speaking of action, uh, so I did a James Bond marathon uh, around, like, the beginning, or I think it was, like, through March, because in March, all of the James Bond movies were on Amazon Prime, so I watched all of them. I gotta say, heavily disappointed by, like, over half of them, because they're... They're pretty, like, dated and, like... Are they the early James Bond movies? I've been meaning to watch them. It's, like, the middle generation, like, Roger Moore is, like, my least favorite generation just because, like, his his have not aged well. There's so much, like, poor race jokes or, like, casual yeah. racism and stuff, like, mm. that really doesn't vibe with me. The humor yeah, I, is... It's, it's like, I, it I think I tacky. watched some of those movies with my brother a while ago. And, like, yeah, the filmmaking in that, like, wasn't yeah great. <laughs> No, yeah, I think, like, the Sean Connery ones. era is, like, interesting. Yeah, like, those are... Uh, the Sean Connery was, like, the first one. Um, those yeah. ones are, like, interesting how they're able to pull off all their stuff. Um, and there's definitely good stuff from the early eras. Like, I'm going to talk about one in particular. Um, so, my favorite that I saw out of all those for the first time, because I'd seen only Daniel Craig movies before. Mm-hmm. Um, my how favorite are those out ones? Of, the Those Daniel Craig movies are my favorite by like a long okay. shot. Like, okay. Quantum of Solace and um, Quantum of Solace and Spectre are like a bit down there. They're a bit, you know, with the other ones, but um, Casino Royale's my Casino favorite. Royale and uh, Skyfall are my top two. Uh, okay. But my favorite out of all the ones that I saw was actually, I think it's like the fourth or fifth, and it's the one with George Lazenby as James Bond. And it's the only movie that he did as James Bond, and it's called On Her Majesty's Secret Service. So basically, um, Sean Connery was like considered to be a bit too old to be Bond, so they replaced him with this guy, George Lazenby, who was an Austrian model, and it was his first time acting, ever. And so he replaced Sean Connery for this one movie, and people didn't like it because he wasn't Sean Connery. So... In the next movie, they replaced him with Sean Connery again. But this is one of the most underrated James Bond movies because, like, the action is so fun. It's got, like, amazing cinematography. It's one of the best-looking ones. It's got so many bright colors and everything. Um, It's, like, one of the few that actually makes Bond feel like a human being. Like, he doesn't treat women as objects as much and more like he Mm -hmm. has actual connections with them which is very interesting to see. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend it. It's a real shame that like Lazenby didn't get to do more James Bond movies and then they like went back to... Um, yeah, they went back to Connery. Cause, so Connery only came back for one movie, but it's my least favorite movie out of all of them. It is really? by far the worst. Oh. It's called Diamonds Are Forever. It is... Yeah. It's dog shit. Like, honest to God, it's got two of the worst henchmen in movie history, the most annoying female sidekick. Yeah, but, it's not that great, but yeah, it's not that worst for me. And as an action mm-hmm. and comedy fan, I would recommend going through and like watching all the James Bond movies because mm-hmm. everyone's opinion is going to be a bit different, and I think you'll enjoy some of them uh, mm-hmm. a bit more than I did. But like, I think um, I watched one. I forgot which one, but I was like, it was like okay, it was like your typical action spy do you know which one it was Mm. wasn't a newer one yeah it was was, was, yeah it was daniel craig Craig. it was but i forgot which one and if you say casino royale or skyfall no it wasn't casino royale it wasn't it might have have seen casino royale no i watched most i think almost all of the mission impossible movies and i've really liked those 
Yeah. 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 yeah I want to say, are... say yeah. one thing about James Bond. Um, I make an effort, like, every year to rewatch all 24 <laughs> movies. Well, Jesus. Yeah, because, like, my dad, again. That's painful. My dad, well, my dad and my dad's dads, like, my grandpa, they all, like, loved it. And so my dad kind of introduced me to it as a kid. So, like I said, every year we make an effort to rewatch. Um, all of Sean them? Con- yeah, all of them. And I can easily say that Daniel Craig, the Daniel Craig set of movies is my favorite just because it's of the it. most well-rounded. Yeah, it's the, they're the easiest to watch, too, if you really think yeah. about it. A lot of people like don't have a good taste for the Sean Connery ones, but I think the Sean Connery ones like are pretty important. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though they might be a little bit boring and less less focused on action, they like mm-hmm. they set up the whole concept for James Bond. Yeah, um, yeah, and and like Shrey said, the how the middle parts. Um, I didn't like Roger Moore or Pierce Brosnan, for that matter. To be honest, because do you like a whole, Timothy Dalton? I thought Timothy Dalton was okay, and I felt like it wasn't really his in those in in all of his movies. Like it wasn't his acting that was bad it was just the whole um kind of production of the movie that didn't make it as appealing i i like those a bit more because they felt like grittier they felt more real and of course it's not exactly james bond like you know it's not very big and over the top so i can see why it put off like fans of the franchise but yeah um yeah but yeah like like just like trey said um if you want to start with james bond uh and you start with the daniel craig set of movies you Mm -hmm. it might be hard to watch a little bit of the older ones but they're definitely worth it yeah i would say definitely like if you haven't seen most of the daniel craig ones save those until after you've seen the others yeah because i watched them again after watching it and it's like such a breath of fresh air and you appreciate those movies (laughs) so much more oh yeah Favorite spy um, movie is Spy with Melissa McCarthy. Sorry, just got to throw that. Out I mean, there. and it's a great movie, but favorite spy movie of all time. And I, I feel like you've told me that's your favorite movie before, and I'm like, and I think I might have. You got to do better. I know. <laughs> I, I probably like, watched it like five times. And I have too. I love that movie, but that is not a favorite movie material. Okay, not anymore. <laughs> but it's like one of my top spy movies. I would say. I just like oh the, like God. the humor. Man. I don't know why. It was just great. Tough spot. I like the ones with Matt Damon. Which ones are those? Born. Yeah, Born. Born, The Born ones. Okay, Mission Impossible and then Spy. Mission Impossible is like cream of the crop. Mission, yeah, I know. Yeah, everything except for the second one is amazing. I think I like Ghost Protocol the best. Fallout is... I've seen that one. Yeah, Fallout easily. I liked Ghost Protocol. Fallout is easily the best one. Um... Well, before we get going here, I think I'm going to give everyone a chance to talk about one more thing uh, that they saw that they liked. Or two. Let's go with two. So, Neil, your last two items that you want to share with us. Do I share them, like, both at the yeah. same time? Or? Okay. Yeah. Um, I rewatched Memento. Uh, okay. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Guy Pierce, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a great movie you watch it for the first time you're definitely gonna have to watch it again because yeah it it is confusing but christopher nolan is a breed of his own kind if i'm being honest he's just he's something else i love yeah. all of his movies but um yeah memento is definitely a good watch um what else can i mention besides that probably i rewatched titanic but like everyone knows about that um, yeah i've actually not watched titanic you I didn't full, watch it in. Like all I didn't watch through. it until like maybe a few months ago. I I did not dig it that I much. Wow. It's long, isn't it? It's like two or three hours. It's three hours and it feels like six. Oh gosh, yeah, no. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, also in March I watched Jojo Rabbit, which I did mm-hmm. enjoy. I used that to watch that one. while working out. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um. But you watch yeah. movies when you're working out. You don't listen yeah, to music. Yeah. Like well, if I'm jogging, like because I'm just in one spot. Yeah. So I watch movies. Okay, that's fair. It makes sense. But yeah, anyway, Jojo Rabbit, very funny. I like Taika Waititi. I think he can, like, make a minor concept very, very um, mainstream and appealing to, like, an audience. So 
yeah. while having his own weird spin on it as well. Right, yeah. Like I love I love how he played Hitler. Like Yeah. Yeah, I don't that, like that, Hitler, I, but like I thought that was hilarious the way yeah, he played Yeah, he did Hitler. a great job. Did a great job. Um yeah. Good movie. Yeah. Um I'll go before I let you guys wrap up with your thoughts, but um okay. so a move I watched um I haven't been watching a lot of movies with my family recently, but one thing we did watch together was Fighting with My Family with oh, that's a Florence great movie. Pugh. And I'd known about this movie for a while, and I wasn't very keen on it, like even though I knew The Rock was involved and everything. But um, recently, as some of you listeners may know, I have been a huge fan of Florence Pugh because I think she can do no wrong. And I watched this movie, and basically those suspicions were confirmed. She is so good in this. It's such a funny movie. And also, like, it's very easy to get into, even if you're not into wrestling, which I am. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, I uh, highly recommend that. And then uh, one other thing I've been watching is the Eric Andre show, which is <laughs> completely ridiculous. Like, it is, it is the most great. controlled chaos I've ever seen. What show? I, what is this? The Eric, Eric Andre, Andre show. show. Mm. Every episode is just ten minutes of like pure, unfiltered chaos. It, basically, is it on? Is it on Hulu? Yeah. Oh, I gotta rewatch. The, oh, I feel like the, I've seen some of the, these. I've definitely showed you. The only You've definitely I've seen clips. Is off of YouTube. Yeah, I mean YouTube has a lot of the highlights. Like I just I just rewatched uh, the Poly D highlights up, on um, I watched Poly D's episode again on YouTube, and they bring in like, so he's having his interview. And in the middle of it, Eric Andre's like, and ladies and gentlemen, our next guest, Pauly D. And like a look like walks in and starts oh, copying they, everything they very, he does. And, and then, then Andy Samberg comes in. Andy Samberg comes in to be Eric Andre's lookalike. Yes. And then there's a Hannibal lookalike. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Just everything in that is so dumb and ridiculous. Like, I, I don't know if you've seen the one where they have someone sit under the chair that the guests sit in and they yeah. tickle their ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, one of my favorites though definitely has to be the Lauren Conrad interview where um, like Hannibal just starts rapping and freaking her out. She's just yeah. like, okay, and then um, <laughs> um, and then at the end, Eric Andre pukes on the desk and then starts oh, slurping then he, it oh, back he up. Eats oh, it, yeah. <laughs> or or just any Eric Andre where they like bring the the background like crew or like the band into yep. it too <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um he was on hot ones recently and he said uh those interviews are actually usually about an hour long and it's cut down to just like two to three minutes that they put on the show yeah and and, so you, and they said they had to like sometimes convince the guests to come back on the stage yep. to finish it up because mm-hmm. the stuff they're doing is just <laughs> it's insane. so brutal yeah I can imagine sitting there for an hour I, in I think, awkward setting. I, I think he said sometimes, like, they put, like, some just, like, really bad-smelling stuff on the, on the <laughs> stage or oh. something. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, to make the guest the most uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know what's strange about that, though? Like, if, you, if, like if you're a celebrity and then you're, like, How have okay, you not heard of that? Right, yeah. Like Or, like, wouldn't you at least, like, look it up? Like, oh, how does mm-hmm. this guy do his interview? I don't know. I, I feel it's like if I was amazing. a celebrity, I kind of want to go on that show just to, like, yeah. experience yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's definitely, like, a few that, like, have been in on the joke. Like, uh, yeah. Jack Black did Whippets with them. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. Tyler, the creator, Jack like, Black. he went with everything. Um, there's definitely people that know what's going on. And those are still just as fun as the people who have no idea what's going on. Oh, for sure. Being the blind. Oh, gosh. Definitely a yeah. great concept for a TV mm-hmm. show. You, and, I, I, was, I was watching YouTube. I don't know if you guys, from David Dobrik's vlogs, Jeff Whitka, he has a barbershop channel. And hmm. I was watching one of them. And his like channel is like, it's kind of like the Eric Andre show. I'm not going to lie. I was watching. I'm like, this reminds me of something. And, like, it's kind of like the Eric Andre show, just a little less intense. Interesting. Yeah. It, it's not as good. I wouldn't recommend watching it. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, shots fired. Uh, well, Aaron and Ann, what would you guys recommend as your final couple of recommendations here before we wrap it up? Well, 
I watched Old Guard. Okay, I watched that. That was pretty bad. The acting is a bit to not really like it. That was pretty bad. That was rough. I love Charlize Theron. I think that was the concept. It could have been pulled off way better. That movie. Just like you know, even. It, yeah, it was then, a Netflix movie through and through. Like, it yeah. felt like Netflix 100%. You know the like bad guy was... Acting. You know the bad guy was Dudley from Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, I haven't hilarious. watched Harry Potter, and you give and, me crap about it and, all the time. I've been meaning to, okay? I and just keep forgetting. if you had just stayed silent, I wouldn't have remembered. And <laughs> yeah. now I'm going to be giving you shit after this, so... <laughs> oh, no. this, that's anyway, on wait, you. Wait, let me finish my second thought. My second thought. We watched Wolf of Wall Street. For the first time? I, no, it was my it was second. Anne's, Anne's I, was it my first time? time? It was your first time. I watched time part of it. I've seen before. it before. Yeah. But I never got to finish it. But yeah. Great acting by Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you don't uh, really say the opposite very often, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. Good actor. Well, one movie actor. my family and I watched, which we've seen it multiple times, but it's one of my mom's favorites. It's Better Off Dead with mm. John Cusack. It's so old. I've watched that. I don't think you have. It's so old, and it's just, it's like definitely a 1980s movie, like through. Yeah, she made me watch this. I watched this back in college. Did I? Yeah. I feel like it he was wants to one. kill himself. Oh then. yeah, I made yeah. you watch that. Yeah, it's such a random movie. That was and, really dark, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I think it's a good movie just because. I'd recommend it. Like the whole concept, he's he's trying to kill himself because his girlfriend broke up with him. Hmm. Interesting. It's weird. Yeah. Well, Aaron and Ann, I think you guys gave us some great recommendations here today. I think this was a successful first time. Ann, we'll see if we let you back on in the future. You guys are just being such haters. Aaron, you're definitely welcome back, and we'll see. Wow, you're just giving me a hard time because I have to to work for it, don't I? You do. don't make the rules. That's so annoying. We just enforce them. Uh, Well, if you heard... Who's in charge here? Me. Uh, well, if you heard anything that sounded interesting to you uh, on here, definitely go check it out. Let us know uh, in an iTunes review if you liked it or not, or if you liked the episode or not. Um, we'd appreciate any and all five-star reviews on iTunes. Helps us get more listeners. Um, and one more thing, we do have merch now uh, available on Redbubble. The link will be down yes. in the description. But if you don't want to go there... Go, just go to redbubble.com and look up Double Stuff Cinema and you'll find plenty of cool designs. Uh, definitely go check that out. It's but, selling fast, guys. Yeah. Go get them. Don't want to miss out on Neil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Aaron Ann, thank you guys so much for coming on. And it was this a has pleasure. been Thank you for this having This has been us. Double Stuff Cinema. Get stuffed. <laughs>